Welcome, everyone, to the Nerd Journey Podcast, episode number 45. We're joining you every week to talk IT career progression and bring you the advice we wish we had been given earlier in our careers. I'm your host, John White, at VJourneyman on Twitter, joined by my co-host, Nick Cordy, at NetworkNerd underscore. Hey, Nick, how's it going? John, I'm doing great. Are we up to your age number in podcasts yet, or is that 55? Uh, I forget. (laughs) But we are VMware solution engineers with backgrounds in IT operations. Hopefully our career discussions will be vendor neutral, relevant across disciplines, and remain timeless. If you're enjoying our content, please drop us a positive review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you subscribe. And if you want to get in touch with us, tweet or DM at NerdJourney. Ultimately, we're just two nerds on a journey. A journey to virtual enlightenment. So let's take a trip. Great, Nick. Uh, Like so often happens, this week's topic came from one of your amazing brainstorms, actually. Um, We're talking about having a career conversation with your manager. Uh, Did this grow out of our one-on-one discussions? I want to say that was episode 12. It definitely did. We actually touched on the career conversation aspect there, but didn't give a lot of detail. You know, what people don't realize is that a lot of this is a stream of consciousness and that I am going to the John White School of Mentoring every time we have an episode. But when my manager scheduled a career conversation recently, I knew I needed to take time to prepare for it separate and apart from the daily grind. And then I thought, well, Maybe there's some way to share the preparation that I did and and add some more to it with other people so that they can be prepared when they have those conversations. Yeah, that, that makes sense. I, I think, you know, in my mind, a lot of these uh, podcast episodes are kind of like, um, at least for me, when I was maintaining my blog regularly, you know, hey, I learned something new today. Uh, let me make sure to record it here so I don't forget it, right? At any rate, um, I want to say we should talk about structure. Um, So let's cover uh, what to do if you're not having these conversations with your manager. Um, And then if you are, how to prepare for a discussion like that. Uh, Talk about the actual discussion and then have a brief, uh, have some brief coverage on, on following through on the outcomes of that career discussion. Sound good? I think that sounds great, John, and I'm going to call you out on the spot immediately. What do I do if I'm not having career conversations with my manager? Ah, yeah, that's a really good point. Um, I am glad that we added that part in and when we were uh, brainstorming about this, because not everybody does have a regular um, check-in with their manager about career journey, career path. Uh, growth in their current job, right? A lot of people don't even have regular uh, one-on-ones, so much less, uh, you know, a special meeting just about career journey. So, um, w- what to do if you're not actually having that discussion? Um, the first question is why not, right? And you can just ask yourself that: uh, Is it a cultural aspect of the? Uh, organization that you're in. It doesn't even have to be the company. The company could have, you know, culture of growth and regular check-ins on this, but the organization that you happen to be in within the company, you know, maybe just doesn't follow that cultural norm. Um, Is it the company size? Is it just, you know, too small? Um, Is the organization too small or too large? Maybe your manager has so many people uh, reporting to, to him or her that 
there's you know just no way to to schedule all those conversations and in any kind of reasonable time um and then maybe hey you know just think about it maybe it could be that either your manager is ineffective or um you know there's something about you know how they're being managed that that keeps them from effectively um helping you in this you know critical part of what should be a kind of a core management job so think about all of those things and, and try to figure out you know why it is that in your specific case you're not having that conversation and uh, and make a judgment right um next question to ask yourself can you start having that conversation if there doesn't seem to be any barrier um you have a really great relationship with your manager you're you have you know really regular uh check-ins and it's just um you know that this specific topic doesn't come up you know just ask to add it to your existing uh conversations you know if you could maybe uh once a month have a, a spe special you know agenda topic of you know john's career progression you know check-in um you know past present future you know that type of thing um and then maybe you know once that becomes a regular and a normal you know schedule something uh maybe a little bit more special you know just nothing on the agenda except your career aspirations and and how your manager can maybe help you get there um you know if if there's no barriers to doing that then do it right um so so then the issue becomes okay well what if there is a barrier you know figure out what that barrier is 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 the barrier you know how awkward it is for you to ask for that type of thing um that can be an indication of a couple different things right it could be that you you know you haven't really thought about this but you are bumping up against a, a cultural norm right within your organization that says hey we can't talk about um career progression uh and it, could be a communication or um, comfort level issue between you and your manager, right? If you don't feel comfortable asking, um, it could be a cultural issue, like I just said, or it could be a um, connection issue. Like, uh, you know, maybe with a different manager I would ask, but with this manager, I, I just don't feel comfortable. Okay, well then that might indicate an issue between you and your manager, and, and that's something that you should explore. And it's probably outside, um, you know the bounds of uh, of this this discussion, right? But at least you've identified that. Um, so, you know, good on you for at least uh, figuring out why you you can't ask, right? So, you know, taking a step back, you know, if there's you know no way that you can start having these conversations, think about whether that's okay or not. Um, if it is okay, then it's okay, right? And maybe you. Uh, feel confident enough in yourself that you don't need manager guidance. Um, we'd maybe guide against that. You should probably have somebody outside of just you, you know, helping to coach you on on company politics and and uh, you know a check on you. And and we'll get to a little bit more of those things uh, a little bit later on. But um, but hey, maybe you just don't need it to be your manager, and then that's fine. Um, maybe you have help outside and coaching outside. Uh, that, that's totally fine. Um, but if it isn't fine and you feel like this is something that you actually need, then you need to start thinking about if this is the right organization for you. And again, it might not be that the 
company is the wrong company. It could just be that the sub organization within the company has an issue uh, culturally that is not a match for you, right? So, um, you know, think about, you know, maybe some of these other questions, you know, is a regular conversation about career development a priority for you in your job and in an organization that you belong to? It is for me. I'll, I'll just say that up front. Like I want, I want that to be part of, um, you know, me and my employer and my manager and the organization I belong to. Uh, that's a pretty important thing, you know, to the point where, you know, it was important for me to, you know, come into this job, you know, at VMware. It was something that I was specifically, you know, asking, well, you know, what does that, you know, career discussion look like? What does that career progression look like? Um, what is the culture of management to individual contributor to to have that discussion? And what help am I getting? So those are all things, you know, that, that you can ask, you know, as you're entering a job, um, uh, and maybe as a criteria for for taking a job, but once you're in there, you know maybe if your manager changed, maybe if the organization changed, who knows what has changed, and maybe this thing has fallen away, um, you know maybe maybe it's a it's time to examine whether it's the right organization for you, and maybe you should make a make a change. Um, you know, second question is stimulating positive organizational change something that you're interested in um, because maybe. That's something that you can bring to the culture of the organization, right? Maybe it's just overlooked. Maybe, uh, you know, everybody's busy with it. Um, and it's something that you're interested in bringing back to the culture or, you know, it's just been overlooked and you're interested in introducing it in general, right? So is that something that you can, you know, that you're interested in, in spending your time and effort and, and political capital you know, stimulating within the organization, because if so, then, you know, maybe you want to talk to your manager and, um, with your, uh, manager's blessing, you know, get sponsored, you know, up into the leadership to, to talk about why having like a regular, more formalized discussion between managers and, and managees is, uh, something that should be part of uh, a regular part of the organization. Right. So, um, I know that was probably, you know, a giant brain dump, um, from me, but it's kind of uh, my thoughts. I would add, if you're not having these conversations or can't have them with your manager, maybe you look outside to fellow IT professionals or professionals in your industry that are in your same area or a different area, get some advice from them. Yeah, absolutely. Like, you know, again, not every, um, not everything that, we talk about here as, you know, important and lacking is a reason to change jobs or change organizations. Um, sometimes everything about the organization and the job is perfect, except for this one thing. And you can tolerate this one thing because you are able to, you know, cover it from a different angle, right? Um, outside mentorship, um, a different manager or a peer who can help you out with these you know, this type of thing. And, and all of that is fine. Um, it's just, uh, um, you have to consciously make that assessment. Don't, don't just, uh, let it drift in that direction. Right. Yeah. Don't be that guy like John is. <laughs> 
All right. Um, let's talk about preparation. So how do you prepare to have the conversation? We're assuming the conversation is happening. How to prepare for it? Well, you probably want to think about where you're going to be or want to be in the next two to five years. So if you're like me, you may not have given much thought to this when you got a, a job you really wanted or a job that you didn't think you could get. I know John and I talked about our respective viewpoints on this a little bit in our check-ins in the in the different episodes we did, my one-year check-in, his three-year check-in. I know he had a, a decent plan for this. Uh, to be honest, I didn't really think about it as much as I probably should have. So, you know, when I had the recent conversation with my manager, I had to give it some thought. And this is the difference between tactical and strategic thinking. You need to get out of that day-to-day weekly routine and really think about what do I want to be doing on a daily basis in the future. I I think a lot of us get stuck down in the weeds of the day-to-day and we get busy and we just forget about it. We just forget to do it. What is it that you like about what you're doing now? You know, whether they're specific or general things, you might want to make a list of those. Keep it somewhere. What do you wish was different in terms of the way you interact with people, the actual tasks you have to complete, whether you are facing customers or not facing customers? All those things factor into it. You know, do you want to travel as much as you are now or not? Here's another one. Is your skill set and personality still a match for the role you're in? Are you are you keeping your skills up to date to meet the needs of the role you're in? And you know, are you getting along with your peers? Sometimes you're in a situation where maybe you don't get along with everybody you work with, and that might be a reason to look at something else. And how are you performing at the job you're doing now? Because if you're not performing well where you are now, you're probably not real happy with it. And hopefully your manager gave you some ideas on how well you're performing in your normal one-on-ones that we hope you're having the one-on-one meetings where you're getting constructive feedback and you're bringing your ideas and, and asks from your manager. Something else a colleague recently told me about is he has a kudos folder. He keeps it in his email box, maybe makes some copies in other places. That positive feedback that you get via email from a, a teammate or someone else you work with, maybe even your manager, keep that somewhere look at it from time to time and you know that may be justification for your manager to help you get to that next level if they feel like you can't get there remind them the things that people have said and honestly what do you see yourself doing next hopefully you thought about it but what what's next for you give it some thought dream and i think that we covered um an exercise in figuring out how to do this exact thing, right? The uh, episode 20, we talked about the area of destiny exercise. Um, and uh, so if you don't really have an idea of, of how to think about, you know, what it is that you want to do, um, what would be a good match for you? Um, maybe listening to episode 20 would be a, a, a good idea, a good place to start. Yeah, so I think maybe the things that I would add to that um, would be thinking about how to actually approach that discussion with your manager. Um, I think those are all really good points. 
I think it's just a way of talking about it with your manager, which um, is, I think, a little bit more comfortable or comforting um, in, in my mind. Like, I, though, any progression discussion that I try to have is um, is about developing more value, right? It's developing more value for the company. Um, how do I become more valuable to the team that I'm on? How am, I, how am I more valuable in the role that I'm in, right? And and in that way, it's not, hey, I want to talk to you, manager, about my next job, which is not working for you, <laughs> right? Because that that can be a little bit uncomfortable. Um, you know, again, develop depending on the on the on the culture of the company. If you have a company with an amazing culture where the managers are kind of judged really positively by growing their people and developing developing them to such a degree that they grow out of the job that they're doing. And, and really it's important to find like a bigger, better role for that person. Um, then, uh, then that's amazing. Right. And, and maybe you can have that conversation. Hey, you know, I, you know, you've helped me over the, the course of these years to develop. And I feel like I want to start thinking about that next role, you know, and, and maybe you, uh, manager, you know, suggested a couple different things for me to investigate. And, and now I'm thinking maybe my next role is going to be, uh, a, and can you, can we start having that dialogue about what the best way for me to go about getting there is, you know, what, what specific positive steps that I should be taking. Um, so again, that I think is a fairly rare organization and a rare culture. So in general, I try to couch all of those discussions and how do I add more value, right? How do I add more value? Um, when I'm talking with my manager, I say, I'm trying to think about how I can be more valuable to the company. How can I be more valuable to this team? How can I be more valuable doing the role that I'm doing? And and naturally, when you are incredibly valuable doing those things, it's going to lead into in progression, lead to progression, right? Role progression and in whatever form that might be. Maybe that's you know like you were talking about like the um, the senior version, right? The the super senior, you know, lead version of the job title that you have. Maybe it is a, a, a people managing role, um, but whatever that is, there's going to be some kind of progression involved if you are just constantly looking to add value in, in whatever way that you can and your manager knows that. Right. And how can I add value without being completely overworked, boss? Yeah. <laughs> That's a different topic for a different podcast, right? <laughs> yeah, our our time management episode, like that we are constantly uh, talking about doing, but we're just way too busy to actually prepare for. Right. We haven't managed our time well enough to get there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so a little more on preparation. You know, in a previous podcast, we talked about training adjacencies and and what an adjacency is, but I, I think that as you prepare, think about the logical adjacencies to your current role. What would be not super difficult for you to slide into, but yet grow your skill set? And I think that the number of adjacencies that are actually available to you in the company 
that you're in is going to depend on company size. So if you're in a small to medium business, maybe a small to medium department within that business, there may not be options for a move without somebody leaving the company or, or the company growing may not have that many open spots. So keep that in mind. And maybe it makes sense to move to a non-technical position. You know, if you're in, if you're a technical person, but you got very ingrained in the way the company operates and the, the operations of it, whether it's manufacturing or, or something else, maybe it makes sense for you to step fully into that operations type role. You know, if we'll hashtag this with DevOps, but sometimes people in those roles are seen as a lot more valuable. They might make more money. A, a lot of reasons to make that jump. You just have to decide, is it right for you? And of course, like we said, a move to people management is definitely an option just about anywhere but you may only be able to go up to management in the small shops. So think about a larger company or department. Maybe you should check the internal job postings if they have them. Some companies have a, a corporate site for different postings. Check that out. You never know what might pop up. And also keep in mind that if you're taking a new role within an organization, you may have a different manager be on a different team. We we talked about that in a, adapting to a new manager and a different team podcasts, but there's some risk there in working for a different manager, especially if you really like yours. And maybe you could take the Tom Delicati approach and just create a new role for yourself at the organization. That's probably the atypical career path, but you know we keep referencing those episodes that Tom did because they're so good. But, you know, it's not unheard of that you might see a need that the organization has and it requires someone to give their attention to it full time. You just have to make the business justification for that and see what they say. Practice those sales skills. And, you know, ask your manager and your teammates, what did they think that would be a good fit for you? What do they see you doing? I don't think there's anything wrong with that. That's that's pretty non-threatening. Everybody wants to move up in some way and get better, or at least I hope they do. Now, do you have any feedback there, John? I would say I really like that idea of soliciting peer feedback. You know, there's like a formal process called like a 360 review where you talk um, to a bunch of different people, but maybe the light version of that is talking to your peers um, talking to people that you interact with on a regular basis outside of that, um, you know, that specific team that you happen to be on. Maybe there's people within your organization that you have to interact with on a regular basis that you could maybe solicit, solicit some feedback from there. And then, you know, maybe, you know, outside your organization, you know, people that you interact with, with that you could solicit feedback from. So um, I think that, you know, what you just said there about, you know, going to peers, it just kind of stimulated that thought in my mind. Sure. So let me ask for some peer feedback on something else, John. Is full-time podcasting a logical adjacency for us? <laughs> um, I would say that there, you know, we only have one uh, map or uh, 
exemplar like for uh, somebody who we know who's done that and that's the uh, um, discussion we had with Ethan Banks and that just sounded like a huge headache <laughs> I don't know <laughs> right now we're at like four hours a week do you really want to make it 10 times that I don't know I haven't decided I'm just trying to keep my options open and think about the adjacencies that's all <laughs> So if we get to the actual discussion, the actual career discussion that you have with your manager, preparing for that and how you might structure it, it's possible that there are not any new roles that you could slide into. Well, if that happens, maybe there are more senior titles and pay bands that you could get into in your current role, like a senior engineer, a team lead, maybe there's a spot for a team mentor that's just part of your responsibilities as well. Or maybe there are specific projects or assignments that you could use to grow your skill set and you could just ask for those. And if you already have an idea of what you want to do next, even if it's not feasible at your current company, selecting those projects and assignments that you want to try and go for Keep in mind what you want to do next and let it help you get there. Yeah, that's really great. Great advice. Great feedback there. Because everybody knows what they want to be when they grow up. So keep that in mind, right? <laughs> well, I think that, you know, the longer that we're in a role, the more we know about it. And the more we know about the organization, the better idea we have about what progression within that organization can look like, right? Absolutely. And maybe you get to the point where you're so good that you're an escalation point for certain types of work. Maybe that's a team lead or, you know, the next level technician, I guess. It is possible that you've outgrown the organization, that there's nothing you can really do to, to advance from a pay scale standpoint or a title standpoint. It's just not big enough. Maybe, maybe it's time to move on that. That's a definite option. I'm not sure that I would, Tell your manager it's time to move on. But I think depending on how the conversation goes, you, you'll you probably know. And, yeah. and they might know too. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. That, that, that is, uh, you know, an uncomfortable place to be when you're critical to the operations of, of the team. You know, you are the escalation point and there's nowhere and no way for you to progress. Right. And if, and if that's the message from your manager, um, that's, that's an, that's a difficult, uh, conversation. Yeah. We can't promote you. We can't make you, you know, senior engineer. We can't make you super duper senior engineer. Um, but you have to keep on doing, you know, more work and we have oh, yeah. actually more responsibilities for you. Absolutely. Because the bar just keeps getting higher. Now, one thing they might do, John, if you're a good employee, they might sweeten the deal with letting you go to more conferences throughout the year or give you some training. You know, I've, I've talked to people from organizations where training is a, a very key component. You know, they're going to give their employees a certain amount of professional development each year. And that's part of the reason people stay and it. It helps them be better, even if their title doesn't change. And, you know, if you're comfortable and you don't want to take a risk and go, find a new job tomorrow, you can work on it, but sometimes a side project is helpful. You could start a blog. You could start a podcast. I mean, I know some guys who started a podcast and you could do consulting on the side and, you know, learn a new skill that way. 
So you you can still build your your skills up. It it may just have to be on your own and outside of work, which is more work. Yeah, especially <laughs> especially if you're targeting a, a new role or a new organization, right? In the back of your mind, you're thinking, okay, um, I can't I can't do anything else where I'm at, right? Um, you know, I'm already doing the max. I'm mentoring my teammates. I'm I'm one of the people who helps to onboard new people. You know, um, there is no uh, career progression ladder above where I'm at. Um, maybe it's time to, you know, as you're thinking about looking outside the organization, you know, again, sometimes within the same company, just outside the org that you're in, um, you know, you can start looking at uh, targeting some of that training that you're thinking about taking or the the conferences that you're going to 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 kind of complement the types of moves that you might want to make, right? Absolutely. And this makes me think back to the John Hildebrand episode where he was going and speaking at a lot of conferences and writing blogs, and his manager recognized how much joy John got from doing that and essentially helped him come to the conclusion that he needed to be doing something different. Yeah, episode 37. That was a really great discussion, and a, and it ends up a really great manager that he had there. Yeah. Not every manager is going to be like that. But part of the career conversation is asking your manager to help you get somewhere. So how can your manager help you get to where you want to be and determine if there's a new role that's right for you? Keep in mind the manager should be an accountability partner and somebody that can broker relationships to upper level managers and even other business units. If you're a good employee, they can help get you there and spend their political capital on that. If you know, if they like you and, and feel like you're worth it. Now the manager should have some input on your strengths and weaknesses. What are you doing? Well, what are you not doing? Well, maybe there are some things that you need to work on before you go to this new role or, or new title. They should be able to point that out. It shouldn't be a surprise because you're hopefully having regular one-on-ones. And as a manager, he or she is probably going to know about other internal opportunities, even if they aren't posted. That that tends to, to spread around to management. And there's probably going to be some kind of skills gap between where you are now and where you want to be. So what do you need to do to, to close that gap? What does your manager think you need to do to close that gap? And how long do you both think that might take? Yeah, really, really good points. Um, I would also say maybe the manager could help to validate your kind of philosophical position, right? On growth, on development, on progression, um, how that works inside the company and, and what would be logical next steps for you within the organization. Um, suggestions and critiques like, uh, again, we're all only human, so we might have overlooked something. You might have a blind spot that uh, your manager can help you out with uh, by, you know, shining a light on and, and making some suggestions on on uh, progression in that area. Um, sometimes it's just, you know, what are the political realities involved in the current situation within the organization? You know, um, hey, John, uh, unfortunately, you know, you know, we're just having a, a rough economic time right now. I don't think that there's going to be, you know, any raises. I don't think there's going to be title bumps. I don't think that, you know, we're doing anything except belt nut tightening right now. But, you know, that's not going to last forever. So let's 
do a couple things to set you up for success once you know we're flush with cash again as an organization you know some uh maybe a discussion like that right um and you know hopefully again you have a conversation with your manager who can you know that such that they can let you know those types of things um and then hey how about just a reality check in general like yes you know i understand that you have these aspirations but um hey let me you know just be very candid with you john uh you you're in the bottom third of um skills in in front of uh, customers or something like that you know um hey let's let's make sure that you you close the gap here and here um before you know i can nominate you and feel comfortable nominating you nominating you to do you know x y and z that type of thing and then i just in general again i'm gonna underline this like just be careful when you're discussing other roles that involve leaving the team that you're on leaving the management structure that you're underneath um, because that can come off a little bit too much like hey i don't want to work for you anymore um i or i'm too good to be in this job that i have right now <laughs> and that is you, you never want to come across as saying that right so that's why again i'll call back to um hey i just want to do what i can to add more value to the company add more value to the team i'm on add more value to the role that i'm currently in um and and so kind of you know that that's the the, the, the stuff that i would add in you know in that actual discussion yeah, it's always nerve wracking. The you don't want to throw the red flag of oh he's looking for another job. I get it. Right. So I, again, I would just always start with, you know, I'm I'm an engineer now. How do I get to senior engineer? Or, you know, do you have architect roles on your team? Can I, you know, what do I need to do to progress to that? Um, you know, those types of uh, progressions rather than. Hey, I want to get a new job outside of this organization. What can you do to help me? Right. How can I move to the cloud? <laughs> now, what about when the meeting's over? What do you do then? So you had a good conversation with your manager and you should leave with some agreed upon goals. That's right. Don't go away with nothing. The meeting should have some type of cadence, just like your one-on-ones do. I have a feeling that if you're at a small company or part of a small team, that it may be the career conversations come up as part of a one-on-one -on -one or during a regular one-on-one. -on -one. It may not be a separate conversation, but hopefully there's a way to dedicate a specific time to it. And have a list of specific items that both you and your manager are going to complete by the next career conversation. It may be that your manager is going to be on the lookout for certain types of opportunities or certain types of projects for you. There may be some things that haven't trickled down from above yet that he or she knows about. Oh, okay. You know, John wants to do this big project and that seems like something that would really help him. So I'll just go ahead and, and allocate it to him when the time comes. Yeah, really, really great points. Um, I would say that, you know, making sure that you have those individual like follow-up points or, you know, that's key to any, any successful meeting, right? If you're going into a meeting with an agenda, come out of that meeting with, uh, with follow-up points, right? 
Um, let me just briefly talk about following through, right? So the the actual discussion with the manager is over. Like, what can we do to follow through? Like, you know, step one: execute. Execute on those things that you came you know came out of the meeting with. Your manager had specific feedback for you, or said that hey, you know, give me a, a few days or a week and I'll, you know, come up with some specific things for you to work on, you know, actually do those things, you know, work on them. Um, it doesn't have to be like a, you know, um, get it all done immediately, just progress on the areas that, that you're given specific guidance on. Um, try to break those things down. You know, if it's a giant goal of, Hey, I want you to work on this, you know, huge project. Well, um, if if you know, for example, you're a junior engineer and and your manager says, "Hey, I want you to, uh, you know, accomplish this, you know, gigantic, you know, big, ugly certification," we'll break that down into individual milestones, right? Can you, you know, what is the first step of the certification? Second step, third step, things like that, and then actually track those things and report them back, right? Each of those individual milestones um, or follow-up points that your manager mentioned to you um, or gave you guidance on, check back in on a regular basis. So you don't wait for the next, uh, you know, uh, career cadence discussion. Actually said, hey, you know, remember when you uh, mentioned to me I should do this? I just wanted to give you um, a follow-up uh, note on where I am in that guidance. You know, first of all, thank you for the guidance. Here's where I am. Just wanted to let you know. No follow-up required. Right, so um, you're just checking in, giving giving a note, and using your manager as an accountability point. Um, and then I would also say, you know, just make sure that you keep that cadence. Like, you know, hopefully this this is a separate conversation. You know, it can't always be a separate conversation. Whatever it is, um, make sure that it you keep the cadence on how you agreed on having this conversation. If it's uh, once a month then actually follow through and make sure that it does happen once a month. You know, maybe it's once a quarter, maybe it's twice a year, whatever that cadence is, make sure that you keep it um, and, and use that as an accountability point. Um, final note, I, I think, you know, again, this kind of uh, came to me when you said it, um, compare notes with your peers. You know, are they having this conversation uh, about, you know, career progression and career goal setting with your manager um your what about your peers that aren't necessarily on your team what about your peers who don't even work in the same organization maybe not even the same company you know can you talk to to those types of peers and say hey how do you set goals within you know the the structure of your job with your manager and how do you measure progression how do you follow through you know what are your ideas for progression so um at any rate i think uh those are my hopefully super quick notes on follow through. Yeah, good stuff. Make sure and follow through. And you know, John, I feel like the word of this episode is cadence. If you're out there and you need a cadence with someone who maybe isn't your manager, there's no reason you can't get set up with a cadence with John through the John White School of Mentoring. So send that tweet out to Adner Journey today for pricing and packaging information, and we'll get you that cadence that you so desire. I happen to know that um, 
uh, section lead Nick Cordy has uh, some uh, open time on his calendar that I can uh, assign and uh, we can set you right up. Not a problem. Actually, that just got blocked off. Sorry. Mm, I'll make sure to clear it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Nick, I think that's it for that topic uh, and everything that we had planned. Um, anything pop into your mind before uh, we break here? No, sir. Just a reminder, we want people to subscribe and give us a positive review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. We want to know for being helpful and are always looking for interesting questions to ponder. We're collectively on Twitter at Nerd Journey. Farewell, listeners. Uh, tune in next time as the journey continues. I'm John White at V Journeyman for Nick Cordy at Network Nerd underscore. Signing off. Adios. I'm sensing that I'm supposed to start talking here. <laughs> uh, what do you see yourself doing next? Oh, yeah, that is my cue. <laughs>